Welcome back to episode 60, the big six zero of the Shy Sports Weekly Podcast. We're back in the saddle with the trio, boys. How are we doing? Max, where have you been? <laughs> I've been. I've been places. That's what the people are asking. You have been places. How's everything on? I had my COVID hiatus. Oh, yeah. How's I came uh... with, uh, with COVID for the third time and then just went on vacation immediately after. <laughs> you had COVID for the third time, but you, you, you're very... Bax boosted. You got your fifteenth booster, right? You just had mild symptoms for three weeks. <laughs> exactly. Way to go, Joe. I'll tell you for sure, I won't be first in line for the next one. <laughs> <laughs> just won't be in line. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, dude. Shit, it's feel like feel like it's been a month since we've had the whole crew. It's, summer's kind of crazy. It's just a lot of. I'm glad I didn't get Wally pipped. I thought I might for a second. <laughs> we tried to, but we couldn't get anybody to to take your place. <laughs> But it wasn't for lack of effort on our end. <laughs> <laughs> Ty, I, I wanted to ask before the show, but why is your hair so nice right now? Uh, I went to the office today. I don't know. I got a haircut. That's probably why. Oh. What's your What's your move like for styling your hair? Like, get walk us through the process. Uh, I just so I used to use like a styling gel, but Becca gets the shit for her hair. It's like a now he just uses his cum. Yeah, now I just jerk off in my hand and fucking wipe it through my hand like Ben still. He watched there's he watched there's something about Mary once and then <laughs> yeah. he's got a new hair product. I'm glad I asked. I don't know. It's like some kind of girly product, but it's a styling cream and it's so cheap and it fucking works so well. So I just so fucking, is it just one of these like a swoosh to the side? I mean, it takes a little more than that, but yeah, it's, I just swipe it up to the side there. It's not quite that straightforward. I mean, you know, I, I lather her up, fucking get her going. Okay. And that's it. Wow. Can we, can we make sure we clip that and post that? I'm sure people will be dying <laughs> this, to know how tight podcasting Styles is there. 101, dude. <laughs> this is crazy. I'm never, I didn't think we were going to. What talk else about. would we talk about? I hung in up a pictures, milestone by the episode, way. Like, I, like episode 60. I got a background um, finally. That's uh, hey, you Walter do. Payton wow. and MJ for the folks at home. And you got a bunch of Yu Gi Oh cards over your left shoulder. Hey, those are Digimon cards. Don't fucking disrespect them. Digimon. It's no longer a plain white room in there. <laughs> no, it's a, it's glacier freeze with a little Michael Jordan. Yeah, I'm. I'm you know what though? Right I, I respect the Chicago sports memorabilia. We're so used to seeing you with Pittsburgh everything, black and yellow. Literally did this for you guys, so you're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. It's about time you did something. Uh, you're asking what's so like something significant about 60. My mom actually turned 60 last week. Shout out. Really? To okay. Happy, birth- happy birthday, mom. 60. Happy birthday. Kyle's mom. <laughs> uh, let's see something else. 60. Um, remember when Cairo Santos missed a 60 yard field goal last year against the Steelers to end it. <laughs> it wasn't even close. Yeah. Might have for me of that. I don't know what else. I guess we could just go into numbers now. Yeah, we could. Why don't you kick us off? My all right. My first one though is the Cairo Santos miss field goal sixty. That's, that's my first. Great, one. That's a great one to start with. Yeah, not really. Um, stick with Bears. You remember Lance Lewis? Oh, you cocksucker! Offensive lineman. That's such a an offensive lineman number. You know, it's I for whatever reason when I'm looking up the numbers, I can't find easily any Bears number sixties. I just remember the Lance Lewis. I have. All of these tabs open, Hawks, Sox, Cubs uniform, like from their reference pages. And, and then I just, just have says Lance, Lance Lewis. Everyone just says Lance Lewis. And I was just <laughs> double checking to make sure he was number 60. <laughs> um, they had Terrence Metcalf who wore number 62. What was Roberto? Oh, Roberto Garza was 63, I think. Yeah, I think you're right. Let's see if I can find another one really quick. Chicago Bears number 60. Uh, it just says Lance Lewis again. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just not many. The only other two ones I see are Casey Siegman and Stan Thomas. There's one here ranking the Chicago or the Chicago Bears 2022 roster ranking number 60. Theater Iason. I don't know. Never heard of her. Actually, so. here we go. Guy named Wally Chambers. Guy named Wally Pip. Eighth <laughs> overall pick in the 1973 draft. Spent five seasons with the Bears. He was an all-pro and three-time pro bowler. One NFL defensive rookie of the year. Boom. Oh, number six has to just be one of like the worst numbers. <laughs> you know why it's the worst? Because Dallas Keuchel wears it. Wore it. Yeah. The White Sox. Wore it, yeah. He's he's not wearing any jerseys anymore. Uh, how about Frankie Montas? Now it's a, a, a Yankees. Yeah, that's a fun one. 
Frankie do you know who he, Do you know who he got traded for from the Sox? So he went, it was a three team deal. He went from the Sox to the, uh, is it the Dodgers? I think I actually think he went to the Dodgers. I don't know if he, he never pitched for the Dodgers. So he went from the Sox to the Dodgers. What year was this? It was December 16th, 2015. I could give you all three teams involved. It was the Sox, the Dodgers, and the Reds. What position was the player the Sox got? Third base. Eh. Todd Frazier. Really? Okay. That makes sense. Forgot that he was on the Dodgers. They gave up Frankie Montas, Micah Johnson, and Trace Thompson to the Dodgers. The Dodgers gave up Brandon Dixon, Jose Peraza, and Scott Shubler to the Reds, and the Reds sent Todd Frazier to the Sox. There's actually those are the I think that I was thinking of this yesterday with the trade deadline. I feel like three team trades are the weirdest thing to like happen. Yeah. They freak me out. Put your brain in a pretzel, I'm sure. Yeah. How about Scott Schoenweiss? Was I don't even know. Is he he sounds like a lefty? Is he a lefty? <laughs> he is a lefty. That's got to be a lefty. Scott Schoenweiss. He was like a journeyman bullpen pitcher. I only know who he is because of that last name. Schoenweiss. Um, Ty, you might. We're just. Wow, we're really just hammering home the Sox players. How about this one? Tyler Danish. Sounds delicious. Never, never heard of him, but he's got a, a pretty sick last name. Yeah, I'll he does. Pretty shitty uh, first name, too. Yeah, no, I was going to say the same. Uh, That's basically Psalm's nickname. Tyler Danish, yeah. It was or in Tyler high school for, for a short while, dude. <laughs> fuck the Danish ones. Is that ones because, you're, is nobody that because you're Danish or because you ate so many Danishes? No, nah, I fucked the Danish ones, dude. People don't forget. Hey, this guy, I mean, he just knows how to start a party. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I thought that that was the kind of party it was. Turns out it wasn't. Turns out I got arrested, so whatever. Turns out your cousin's about men's <laughs> <laughs> Shabbat shalom, bitch. Uh, I... I'm gonna go. What can you what can you tell me about Colin Delia? <laughs> he sucks. <laughs> <laughs> the only reason I know how to pronounce it is because I read the pronunciation on Hockey Reference. Like it I sounds mean, it out for you. I mean, it's it's pretty basic, isn't it? I thought it was Delia. Oh, like Chris Delia? No, it's yeah. Delia. Uh, and I. I think there's only two number. I, yeah, I'm looking it up. There's only two number sixties in the Hawks history. Jimmy Waite, who's iron. So Colin Delia is a goalie, and Jimmy Waite uh, is the Hawks goalie coach right now. So a couple number sixties just buzzing around the there lock. You go. Boom. And that's fun fact. I uh, I delivered an edible arrangement to Jimmy Waite before. I thought you were gonna say fun fact. I stole sixty bases in high school. <laughs> Kyle could never, dude. You kidding me? No, I st- no, come on. I stole more than that. <laughs> God, you're the worst. <laughs> uh, speaking of the worst, how about, let's see, number these number 60s on the Cubs. These are just uh, the wor- seemingly the worst players ever. Do you know who Mitch Atkins is? No. Sucks. Creator Chris of the Carpenter, but this is, this is definitely not the good one. Yeah, I remember him, actually, just because he had the same name as the good one, and the good one tormented the cubs for a few years yeah he did uh manny corpus nope felix pena Corey mazzoni jason adam and michael givens michael Givens yeah. is probably the only one who i was like i'm like damn that's actually he's not terrible I, I i'm willing to step out on a limb and say 60 is the worst number in chicago cubs history yeah, yeah. i mean there's no players that are like i mean even are you saying even with numbers that haven't been worn before? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're better Actually, off. Not I'd rather not have one wear a jersey. I'd rather not play on the Cubs and play on the Cubs and get assigned number 60. But no, I'm not even saying the number 60. I'm saying the players that have worn it, these are like the worst players of any jersey number in Chicago Cubs history. Um, let's see. I'm looking here. 61 isn't. Isn't that great? I mean, 63, you got Kevin Gregg. And Brian Schlitter, Park Ridge native. Yeah. Carmen Pignatello, I remember that guy. He, you want, Hey, you want to talk about a lefty name? That guy is a lefty, I think. Yup. Yup, bats right through his lefty. That's a funky lefty. Who is the, don't cheat, who is the only Chicago Cub to ever wear number 68? Oh, that's the, come on. 
<laughs> Psalm, you know this? I have no, no, God no. You're, nobody can hear you. I said God no. Nope, literally no one. We'll figure it out. Uh, this is great. Well, it's Jorge Soler. <laughs> <laughs> How about now? <laughs> oh, Ty, this is the best. All right, well, while we're on the baseball front here, a lot of on this days, a lot of good shit this week, actually, for on this days. Um, all baseball. This is August. It's just Hello? baseball, bread and butter. All right, let's go tomorrow. So this would be 29. Holy shit. Here, I'll say this before you get started. We are officially in the dog days of summer. Mm-hmm. Max yeah. loves the dog We talked about it before. This is the, we are in the peak of the dog days of summer. Yeah. Couldn't agree more. Can you hear me now? I feel like it's the dog days once it once it reaches training camp, but before the first preseason game. is Especially like, since we're getting close to your birthday. Really? the Yeah, we are. <laughs> uh, August 4th, 1993. Robin Ventura crushes. Or gets crushed. Pardon me. Robin Ventura gets crushed by Nolan Ryan. I think <laughs> Nolan Ryan at this time was in his 40s. Ty, can you look up? I know you can't speak right now. Can you look up how old Nolan Ryan was in 1993? See, see, the thing is, here. you guys no, can't, can't hear, hear me. You. Pretty but, sure he was old enough to be I'm Robin Ventura's dad. I mean, if you're, <laughs> this is such a famous clip, but if you're Robin Ventura and like, I know social media wasn't around back then, but you you go back into the clubhouse and you obviously just got your dick kicked in by a guy who's probably 20 years older than you. After you charge them on, like, what do you say? Yeah, I fucked up, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much that. I mean, the fact that it's Nolan Ryan makes it a little more acceptable. All right. Sorry about that. We had some te- technical difficulties with Ty, his video, audio, I don't know, some nonsense. Ty, can you can you hear us? I can hear you guys, and everyone can hear me on audio, but nobody who watches the video will hear me. But that's fine, because nobody watches the video anyway. Nah, this is bad. a new segment we're trying, technical difficulties with T. <laughs> I want, no, we discussed in this in the meantime here a, a nice starting five idea. Starting five of players who don't suck but just aren't good. <laughs> like we, that's you want to talk about threading a needle. <laughs> <laughs> You're saying like average players. I mean, yeah. Kyle in high <laughs> school, one, one trick ponies. Yeah, like yeah, they 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 can't they can't hit and or they're just, and they're like great fielders or you know. Uh, or like can, every quarterback of all time. Yeah, like yeah, like the, this is the honorary Kyle Orton award. <laughs> the Kyle Orton starting five of you don't suck, but you're not good. What would you consider like Adam Dunn? No, he sucks. Really? But I would say no, he doesn't. He was suck. either no, because he was either good or he sucked. He never was in that sweet spot. That's true. Yeah, he he's he does like maybe he averages out, but he was either like pretty good or like ass. No in between, no half measures. Um, what were we talking about? I actually forgot. Mark Reynolds is another one I'd throw out there. Mark Reynolds, yeah. We were discussing Nolan Ryan's age, but I I thought you were asking how old Nolan Ryan's Ventura age. Is. That's right. You said Nolan Ryan was fifty five in nineteen ninety three. No, he was forty five. <laughs> so we got that going. Um, Misunderstood, dude. So basically, Kyle, you said, what would you do if you got your ass kicked by Nolan Ryan? Yes. Like, what would you do? do? How do you handle that? How do you feel? not feeling too good about it, but what are you supposed to? I mean, All right. What do you, what if it was in today's day and age with social media? How do you handle it? Do you put out a statement? Do you, do you just tweet out an emoji or just I think like, you, tweet out I like, think, fuck, that sucks? I think you have to charge the mound again the next day and just kick someone's ass. Oh, yeah. Actually, just double down on it. Right. That's actually kind of a power move. <laughs> like, what are they going to do? Suspend you more? Like, right. You're already getting suspended probably eight games. All right, double it. 16. You're on the 93 Sox. While, you, while you're appealing oh, the suspension, no, charge the mound again. <laughs> and that's what we call sneak attack. <laughs> Which sneak is attack. <laughs> just hop over the center field gate while he's pitching. And just sprint in, blindside him. <laughs> <laughs> that would actually be outrageous. Um, I right, another the, the most outrageous thing would be if you could actually sneak up on him from running 400 feet in from center field. And, and during that break, I'm looking at Nolan Ryan's um his career. 
dude, like 27 years. What the fuck? Yeah, I told you. Can you name what team he entered the big leagues with? Uh, was it, it wasn't the, Ra- was it the Rangers? I bet any money you can't. The Expos. And he was with them for five, five seasons. The Orioles. American or National League? National League. The Padres. The Mets. Wow. Yeah. Didn't know that. I mean, Great. did he was he good? Um 309, 353, 342, 397. So not terrible. Three, three, like five, when eight. Randy Johnson first came to the MLB, he was off, right? I don't know. He's just tall shit, I'm assuming. I forgot he was with the Expos, wasn't he? The big unit. Well, speaking of uh, Hall of Fame pitchers, our next on this day is August 7th, 2004. Greg Maddox wins his 300th game. Uh, I think he became the second player to do it in a Cubs uniform. I don't know about if that's true at all. Um, we'll say it is for the fuck of it. Did Fergie win 300? He is the, he'd be the only – oh, no, actually, fuck. Oh, you know what I'm thinking? I'm thinking 3,000 strikeouts. Him and Fergie were the only two to record 3,000 strikeouts in a Cubs uniform. I couldn't tell you how many. Maddox is, in fact, the only one. He is? Mm-hmm. Shout out me for correcting myself, then. Uh, Fergie finished with 284. Oh, no, I'm sorry. He was the second. Uh, Grover <laughs> Cleveland Alexander also accomplished it on September 20th, 1924. He was also the 18th president of the United States. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> I was just going to say something like that. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you ever look, I mean, I know we did the starting five of like fake names. Just look at those names on like the early, in the early 1900s of baseball players, like Mordecai Three Fingers Brown. <laughs> Excuse me? Okay, I was a name like Grover Cleveland Alexander. I had to throw a change up that just dropped off the table. He probably had just a, an, an absolutely disgusting soul patch that was probably <laughs> never washed. I mean, there's no with way. A, with a hammer of a 12-6 curveball. <laughs> yeah, that's that was what was the hammer. <laughs> Rover Cleveland Alexander. I don't so, even know. Where, let's talk about Greg Maddox a little bit. talk about Greg Maddox. Yeah, Jesus Christ. I am so high. <laughs> I could not even remember. I was literally staring off thinking how the fuck we got on this topic. Let's talk about Greg Maddox. What do you got? It's just interesting to me how he got his number retired as a Cub, but it's like his best years were with the Braves. Yeah, but he was still like really good with the Cubs. I actually, I mean, I, I agree with that. Isn't like it's that- just like the Cubs sand- are, the, are the bread of the Greg Maddox sandwich. Yeah. That That's- makes sense. Yeah, and the Braves are just that thick, juicy meat. Right, or like the peanut butter and jelly. Are you trying to say you want to eat Greg Maddox? Or lamb and tuna fish. Uh, so Greg Ma- Oh, I mean, he was with the Braves for 11 seasons. He was with the Cubs for 10. He fucked, dude. I, he I would not have guessed that, years. to be honest, but good to know. <laughs> good to know. Is he, uh, in, in your book, is where does he rank as far as best pitchers of all time? Like, you don't have to. Of all time? Yeah, like, would you put him in your top 10? Oh, yeah. I was thinking even maybe top five. Like, as far as true pitching goes, he there's an argument to put him at number one. Yeah, he like, can't oh, just, like, rear back and throw, like, you know, a, a 98 mile an hour heater down your throat. He had to finesse it around, which I think it takes more, I'll say, pitching, quote unquote, skill. Yeah. I mean, if you want to be amazed, go look at seasons like Greg Maddox's walk totals. Like, I think he had multiple seasons where he had single-digit walks. He won at least 15 games every year from 1988 to 2014. And then, or 2014, 2004. And then in 2005, he won 13. And then won 15 back in 2006. And then 14 in 2007. Like, that's crazy. I mean, a win is kind of a lucky stat, but there's something to be said about that. When you're putting your team in a position like that every time you take the hill. This is like this actually is another crazy stat. So he pitched twenty three seasons. That's how many That's seasons do you think seasons. he's had? Twenty wins. Twenty Seven. wins. 
seven seasons of 20 wins. That's a guess. So that would be seven seasons of 20 wins. So it'd be 140 wins in those. Uh, no. I don't know why I did that. Like the stupid math there. I guess it's not the craziest thing. Uh, no, he only had one or two. He only had two seasons. Then he had three with 19 wins, four or four with 19 wins. This is fucking nuts. Like, he, you want to talk about like the, somebody who's just consistent as shit at their job? Greg Maddox. Welcome Greg to the Maddox. program. Greg freaking so, Maddox. <laughs> out of 20,421 batters he faced in his career, only 310 of them saw a 3 0 count. And more than half of those were intentional walks. I know. Crazy. Like the <laughs> shit he would do is, or how about this one? You know how many career walks he has in 5,008 and a third innings? 999. Yeah. Guy doesn't even have a thousand walks. Yeah, that's nuts. Andy, Andy pissed all over the rookies. I mean, that's just, that's probably his greatest highlight. <laughs> Hi, can you find out how many players in MLB history of 3,000 strikeouts and under 1,000 walks? How Max Hatton, how long do you think this is going to take him to find 3,000 K's and what the rest of the show and under um a thousand walks? We'll get that stat in episode 62. <laughs> if we're lucky, I mean, um, that's pretty, it's a, a pretty you know specific number to find. Yeah. It's okay. I know, but I, I'm I'm putting you on a task here. <laughs> Your face says it all. All right. The next <laughs> one is August 8th, 1988. The Cubs play under the lights for the first time ever. This is crazy. I, I like can't believe that it took them until 1988 to have lights at Wrigley. Yeah, like, that is crazy. I mean, I mean, there's a reason they played 120 games forever. Yeah, it's and I don't know. I mean, I, I love I love a, a day game at Wrigley, but at the same time, I I fucking love a night game at Wrigley too. Don't <laughs> so get me true. wrong. All right, and then the last one here is August tenth, two thousand two. Sammy hits three dingers in Colorado, drives in nine, and I think steroids should be legal again. Goddamn mm-hmm. right. Max, I caught Max in the middle of a huge yawn there. I think it's. I think it's funny to talk about, and I kind of agree sometimes, but realistically, that would suck. To what? Use steroids? Yeah. Well, yeah, maybe you using steroids, but I want to see the players use steroids. No. no, Speaking of using steroids, Ty's guy, O'Neal Cruz, just literally hit one into the fucking river. Hey, what else is new, dude? Tell me something. God, I cannot believe I didn't bet the Padres today. They're up 5 nothing. I want to kill myself. Um no, it's okay. We're bad day today. I shouldn't have told you anything. Count your wins, not your losses. Yeah, you're right. I'm undefeated. Uh, Ty, I already found the answer to my question. Thank God, dude. I've been scouring the internet. I'm not, no, 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 no. I want you to find it, though. What, it took uh, me two minutes. Psalm's <laughs> on two minutes. Psalm's looking on. He's on NBA.com. <laughs> you mean to tell <laughs> me we're talking, the WNBA We're talking website? baseball here? All right. Well, why don't, I, why don't I do it this way? Because there's not many people who have under a thousand walks. I mean, I actually probably quite contrary. I feel like you you'd you'd want to start with people that have over three thousand strikeouts. Uh, I'm gonna say two. I'm gonna say two. Ty's getting dressed, putting his shoes on before his underwear. (laughs) How close (laughs) enough to two or three? Am I close? <laughs> no, I'm just laughing at you. You're just you have no fucking idea. <laughs> I'm, I'm guessing over here. I'm I, I'm asking you to who, tell me two or three. Who are who are the names that you think they are? I haven't even gotten through this list. There's actually way more people with less than a thousand walks than I fucking thought. <laughs> Greg Maddox, Fergie Jenkins. <laughs> he started with. I'm gonna say one. <laughs> no, I'm gonna say two, three. <laughs> he just started at one and worked his way up. 
Uh, Bar- <laughs> Bartolo Colon has less than a thousand, but I don't think he's got more than three thousand strikeouts. <laughs> and, and you're proving my point right here on why you should start with the three thousand strikeouts earlier. Well, I looked at that, but there's a lot of those too, actually. Hey, I'll give you a hint. Two two of them are active right now. Verlander. Yeah, there you go. And Max Scherzer. Scherzer. Yeah. Oh. Then you had Greg Maddox and Fergie Jenkins. Yeah. And now so there's two more. Okay. I'll give you a hint. Red Sox. They were in the Pedro same Pedro Martinez. Same rotation together. Yeah. And Kurt Schilling. Were they on the same? Yeah. <laughs> Look at this guy. Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. Holy shit. Maybe maybe you have to put your shoes on before your underwear sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so, sometimes you just got to walk before you fucking put your undies on. Sometimes yeah. you got to shave your ass and walk backwards. That's what they say. <laughs> And record a podcast at the same time. <laughs> Anyways, let's talk about the trade deadline. Uh, obviously, the big news with the Cubs, Wilson, Contreras, and Ian Happ not going anywhere, which I think is a shock to many. Um, and the Sox not doing a goddamn thing. So let's start with the Cubs, Max. What do you think of them not selling uh, or not trading Contreras at the deadline? Um, to be honest, I think they wanted to. I just don't think they got the right package offered to them in return but personally as a fan i'm happy that they kept those two guys because i do feel like they can kind of build around them or at least it gives you like a semblance of hope that they can piece together a winning team or they're closer to piecing together a winning team more quickly than they would be if they traded them am i right yeah no i agree uh i (laughs) i love to trade that line and i i was using this analogy or i guess i didn't even use it i just thought of it yesterday so there was a lot of rumors with the Cubs and the Padres being connected for Contreras and Hap. And they've they made deals in the past. With, last year, they did Jake Marisnik, and earlier in the year, they sent Darvish there. Uh, I feel like the Cubs and the Padres are, are meant to fuck at the end of the night. Like, you go to a bar, and you have, like, a sure thing, and it's like, all right, like we're not going to talk to each other. But That's how both, I feel about the Cubs and the Mets. And if, like, we both – well, no. No, because they never fuck. Even like no, we we did fuck them last year though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we did. Uh, but it's the Cubs and the Padres. You know they don't talk the whole night, and then it's like you know, hey, it's one fifty-five a.m. Like, all right, let's just go back together. Like we both struck out. Like let's make a deal. It's the head but th- but this year the Padres found somebody else at the bar, and they fucked them early, and the Cubs went home with their dicks in their hands. I mean, the Padres found a, a ten, a twelve, a rocket. Yeah, yeah, and the Cubs just went home and played with themselves. Like, is that not like a spot on analogy? Pretty good. I mean, how do you, what do you, what do you feel like? How do you feel about the, the Padres moves? I mean, I know this, we're here to talk about the cups, but the Padres made a couple of massive it. trades. I love it. It's chaos. I, I don't give a fuck what they do. I mean, they, you want to talk about just the ultimate future me problem. I mean, how the fuck are they going to pay Machado, Tati, Soto, uh, Darvish, Musgrove? Like they, they're not going to, I mean, they're, going to have some of those guys, but they're going to have to get rid of them too. Yeah. So I guess if you trade Soto in like two years, you get a fuck ton of prospects then because he's only going to be 25. And it's crazy how young this guy is. But not. And they got Josh Hader. Yeah. Wow. Forgot about that. The funny thing is, to me, it's like they're, they're what? Like 12 games out in their division or something like that? Yeah, probably. And it's not it's not really fair cuz they're in a division with the Dodgers, but it's just funny how like they're 12 games out of the out of their out of the West and they get these they make two trades like that and they're suddenly like arguably World, World Series, Series favorites well, or contenders, I'll say. They are 11 and, Oh shit, yeah, they are 11 and a half out. <laughs> so you ever heard the saying don't bet against death? Yes. I don't know if you've heard it for me or just in general. I saw this meme yesterday as Padres acquire, you know, Josh Bell, uh, who is it? Juan Soto, Josh Hader to increase their World Series odds. Dodgers, liter- Vince Scully literally dies. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> they all had to be like, like that had to be devastation in their lot. The, the Padres, I think, were more sad about it than the, than the Dodgers, honestly. Yeah, Vince Scully died. I mean, yeah, think, was it when Kobe died? It was like, I just place your futures on the Lakers. Like, you don't bite against death, and they won a yeah. championship and have, haven't even sniffed the postseason really since. That is so Bu- true. Bubble championship. 
bubble shit. Yeah, Mickey Mouse. I've never been more confident than the Dodgers winning the World Series this year. Yeah, right? Like, how are they going to lose? You should have bet them tonight. Actually, I did look up. I bet their odds, honestly. This is fucking me. I looked up what time Vince Scully, like, it was announced he died last night, and if the Dodgers have played a game since he died. Because if they didn't, if this was the first game, I was going to hammer them. But they played. It came out during the game yesterday. So I guess that counts. <laughs> is that is that the sick fuck moment of the week? Yeah, a little bit. It's pretty morbid, bud. <laughs> pretty fucking weird. I, I was I I personally don't have that much experience listen, like listening to Vince Scully or anything, but I was sad. Just he's the, just the just, best. Yeah, like it was just very sad. I know. He's. Yeah. I feel like one of the movies that I remember him really in is uh for the love of the game with Kevin Costner. Yep. Yeah. He's just like everything he says, he his his words are just poetry. Like I don't Perfection. even know how to describe it. Yeah. It's he's he's audible porn. Is that what is that? ASMR AMRS or some whatever that's called. Ty, what is it? Like ASMR. Yeah. Vince Scully, like if there's an OnlyFans for voices, Vince Scully would be like the top dog. <laughs> I could he He's definitely one of the guys that I could see walking out of the corn and feel the dreams. Yeah, he should. Fuck. That's going to be sick. They're, I bet you they're going to have like a big tribute. Some kind of memorial. Project. Yeah, tribute. Yeah. It'd be sick. Um, all right. And then the Sox, they did absolutely nothing. They traded Reese McGuire for Jake Diekman. The Sox are dead, in my opinion. Did you see the video of Tony LaRusso? falling asleep in the dugout i saw i actually was watching it live i was watching the Sox <laughs> live with my dad and i was like dude look at i was like look at tony and my dad's like yeah fuck if i when i'm 75 i'm not gonna be able to stay awake or whatever how are you <laughs> hi how old's tony Russo? 55 no i don't know yeah <laughs> that was good he's 55 no no, no. could you imagine he, was, he just he was 55 in 1955 <laughs> Yeah, he is. The, Tony LaRusso is 77. I mean, Jesus Christ. I mean, that's pretty old. Would you rather have? Uh, that's, a, that's a bad. Never mind. I'm not going to say what I was about to say. Is there a more disappointing team in baseball right now? Um, well, That's a good question. I don't think so. I mean, you could say the Giants, they won 107 games last year, and they're not even 500 right now. Yeah, I guess. The Red Sox, they're in last. The, the Giants are basically in the same boat as the White Sox, though. Almost the same wreck. And the Giants actually have Rodon this year, while the Sox don't. True. So I don't know. I mean, they also lost Buster Posey, but yeah, you could. The Sox are easily one of the top three. Two, two, I'd say, even, yeah, top three at least disappointing teams in baseball. Rick Hahn was saying they need to get their swagger back. It's like you can't have any fucking swagger when you're starting shortstops, fucking everything in sight cheating on his wife in public and then your manager's literally falling asleep at the bottom and like in the middle of the first inning like come on way to set the tone they just is it just a pity thing like they don't want to fire him because they feel bad i don't know i think he's boys with reinsdorf i mean i have absolutely no idea why he's still the manager which is funny because at the time when they hired him two years ago i was like damn this is sick like He's going to be like just some old school, like Italian gangster. I don't know why I'm thinking any of that would make sense. Right. But he's going to be some old school guy, like mixing it up with, you know, Tim Anderson and whoever. And now he's literally just falling asleep. And it's like the Sox couldn't be more dead. Right. The like, the whole mantra was like, oh, yeah, LaRusso knows how to win. Like he's going to make it work with this young team. And it's just like, We've mentioned it before, but don't you think that a team takes on the personality of their coach? Yes, for sure. Yeah. That's Much why as I they, hate to admit it, the Cubs, that's why they're dead. The Cubs would not have been nearly as good as they were in 2016 without Joe Man. Do I acknowledge that he exactly. made awful pitching decisions and probably lineup decisions too? Yes. But as far as yeah, like the longevity of a season, he was the perfect guy. Holy shit! I just thought of this. What if this is nothing to do with what we're talking about? What we're, it was what we were talking about earlier, though. What if the Cubs are going to retire thirty-four for Kerry Wood and John Lester? Right, like that. They're, they're going to have to do that. Yeah, probably. Right. 
Was I frozen there? No. No, oh, yeah, nope. I am definitely frozen. All as right, bad well. as this sounds, like I'm, I'm trying to decide if Kerry Wood deserves to get his number retired. He's gonna, he's literally just gonna ride John Lester's coattails in to getting his number retired. I'm telling you right now, it's gonna happen. I bet you it'll happen in like, was it 2022? Bet you by 2025, both their numbers are retired. I think you're probably right, honestly. That and 20, that 20 strikeout game locked it up. In his fifth start, <laughs> <laughs> they might as well have just put the flag up <laughs> five days later. <laughs> I mean, he he also still like loves the Cubs. So, yeah, I mean, there's literally, yeah, he does. All right, Bears football's back. Uh, let's talk some storylines here. I love the preseason. There's a game this weekend. No, there's not. There's a game tomorrow, and then there's not a game for another week. There's a game tomorrow. <laughs> or. And that's how you know we're back. Thursday's the weekend, right? Yeah. Depends who you ask, maybe. You're right. I mean, Ty's got a Bud Light in front of him right now, so. I don't. Um, all right, so there's a ton of storylines. I feel like none of them are actually, like, cool. I don't know. Uh, Tevin Jenkins is, like, MIA. And I don't know if he's hurt or he's, like, I don't know what's going on. Uh, Roquan wants a new contract. I saw this one. This was pretty cool. Justin Fields is testing out a new shovel pass. That was that was one I feel like we were missing last year to ignite the offense. <laughs> yeah. That's something you really need to add to the arsenal to win ball games. Have you? Like, have it's, you it's, like, it's like, hey, we look, the Chiefs are doing it. Let's try this. I mean, it's actually not a bad, bad strategy at all. What Have you seen any videos of, I don't know if it's just Bears training camp or just training camp in general, these players are wearing, on their helmets, they're wearing like... Yes, I have seen, like, I shock don't absorbing. Wearing, like, like, yeah, isn't that what the helmets supposed to their, their helmets have shock absorbers now? Yeah, I, I I don't know. Their helmets got a helmet? They look like they're playing, like, some kind of fucking I don't know, gym class game where you need to... Looks like they have wear turtle shells on their helmets. Yeah, do we know, I mean, do we know the reason why they're doing that? Probably safe. I would imagine caution. it provides more protection. Probably absorbs. All right, All right Ty, that's an, that's one you could actually look up too. Can you see why what these fucking turtle things are on their head? <laughs> these turtle things. Here's what I also uh, heard about the Bears is they had <laughs> their first two plays. I think they had a false start and then like a botched snap. So. Oh yeah, yeah. You. Uh, oh shit. Whoops, sorry about that. Uh, The pads are aimed to decrease forces sustained during head-to-head contact and limit head injuries that may come with the contact. 2022 preseason is the first time a camp has been worn for all teams. I mean, they're not wearing them in games, obviously, right? No, not in games. I have no idea. No, definitely not. It'd be pretty sick if they were, actually. Until the um, second preseason game. Get the fuck out, dude. Oh, wow. They're wearing them for two preseason games? Wow. That's actually kind of crazy. That's wild. It'd be really funny if someone just walked out there with a gigantic helmet on. Like, not, <laughs> not even the cover, just like a huge helmet. <laughs> one that goes down to their shoulder pads. <laughs> not even one that goes down to, like, their elbows. And then, like, that's you play defensive line, you just put this giant helmet on to try and block passes. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen the little giants? I mean, that kid with the the glasses on's got the helmet that's just way too fucking big on his head. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that's like what I don't even know. Who's one of the Bears' interior line? I don't even know anybody on the Bears. That's kind of bad. I was gonna say Tank Johnson, but he's been gone for a while. Put it on like uh, Julius Peppers looking guy, some big ass <laughs> helmet. I legitimately can't. I can. I'm only thinking of like bears from like '06 to like 2018. They, they, no, they have an. Uh, they have a good defensive lineman, not Eddie Goldman. He retired. I know. Similar, similar style player. Tommy Harris. <laughs> no. Fuck, well, dude, this is bad. I, we don't know. We got to do some research here. Yeah, we do. Talk yeah. about it. Talk about being a Chicago sports pack. Oh, uh, Eddie Jackson. <laughs> it is tough to get excited about. A team that's probably going to be bottom five in the NFL. Yeah, but we are, we're definitely betting them week one, right? Oh, yeah. Of the preseason next week, I mean. I am looking forward to our 
weekly picks again. Yeah, but you before that you got to chuck. Yeah, if milk. you don't drink a gallon of milk before <laughs> this year's football season, you're fucking Wally pipped for life. Fine, I'll do it. I will do it. <laughs> well, let's see. We're gonna pick a date here. When the, the, how about the first? The first Tuesday. ever in person the first episode. Yeah, the you guys deserve to see it in person. Yeah. Oh God, yeah. I, actually, no. If you start puking, I was gonna say, if there's one you don't want to be in person for, it's probably be, that. No, because it's not even he's going to puke. You know, if you drink a lot of milk, you get, like, real gassy. Max is known to be gassy. He's just going to be fucking – it's going to be a hot box. Milk farts? All of a sudden, it's Cousin gonna, to cake farts? All of a sudden, only, we're getting only the bring us closer. Yeah. It's a death. <laughs> What's your prediction for the Bears this year? Uh, 4-12-1. Okay. Saw him? No comment because I just – I don't know – Anything about the how's Mitch? How's Mitch doing? Reports yes. at camp were saying he looks fucking awesome. No, no, no. I heard the opposite. What are yeah, you dude, talking actually, that's, about? That's quite, heard, that's quite I heard, incorrect. I heard he looks horrible. Uh, then we're I looking at different like, like Pittsburgh news. Show, okay, yeah, where are you getting your information? Because I saw he was like 0 for 16 or 0 for 17 or some shit like that. Mitch. Right. Trubisky. Yes. Yeah. Mitch here, here's, here's what I saw. Uh, I saw him threading the needle uh, to the back of the end zone to Pickens is what I saw. I saw him throw one at a guy's knees four yards away, <laughs> and I couldn't have been more excited. So here, here's Trubisky from in a drill where it's uh, offense versus defense on the two-yard line. This is a report from The Athletic. Trubisky is on an 0-16 streak in the drill and is connected on just three of 20 reps throughout all of camp. Trubisky has also struggled in other areas, going there's, 0 for 4 with an interception. There's no way. Tuesday with back-to-back overthrows. TJ did pick him off, which was kind of cool. Hey, Bears are, Bears are back. Yeah. He's still well ahead of small hands Kenny Pickett on the depth chart. But it could be a rough start to the season if Trubisky doesn't clean things up soon. Does Kenny Pickett have small – is it Pickens or Pickett's? Pickett's Pickett. nine inches. He literally has to wear gloves to hold the football. Wait, nine inches is small? <laughs> Depends who you ask, dude. I am <laughs> fucked. That's, that's hey, how about the Bears' wild. crappy uh, orange helmets? Yeah, you can't win. You don't play defense in those. That's a, That game has got to be. We got about the over. What day is that? <laughs> what so is true. That, <laughs> that is so true. Well, I don't know what date that game is, but Ty, if you can, can you set a reminder for the Sunday beforehand when we do our picks? The best part is you said it was such a straight look on your face. You don't play defense in helmets like those. All right, here's here's a better question. The Bears are playing the Niners uh, in the first week. Week one. Yeah, in week one. Who has a better season, Justin Fields or Trey Lance? Trey Lance. Trey Lance. Okay. Look who, I mean, look who his coach is. Kyle yeah, Shane. I mean. Look who his receiver slash running back is. I, I think if you put weapon – Fields on the 49ers offense, he would have a better year than Trey Lance. Though. That's that's yeah, possible. Yeah, a thousand percent. Yeah, I would say this exact same thing. I agree. Yes. Clap it up. <laughs> Great analysis. <laughs> I am excited for Darnell Mooney. I'll say that. I don't know who I'm excited for. I feel like I need this. They need to make me excited right I'm now. Excited I'm excited for Mooney and Montgomery. Tie, <laughs> Not Harry. And I have to tie a stick to it. I'm gonna have to tie a stick to it to get excited. <laughs> I'm starting to get excited for Jaquan Brisker. Brisket. Did he sign? I thought he was still holding out. All right. I mean, fuck. I haven't been on Twitter in the past like couple of days here, or like really dived in on Twitter. Has he signed? Uh, let me see. We're gonna say he has. Yeah, he has. <laughs> yeah, he has. Yeah, he has. If in, if he hasn't, then people like obviously no. Or by this point, yeah, he hasn't. But yeah, he has. Um, I'm trying to think what else, what other Bears news do we got? Ty, what what have you seen out there? Anything? I mean, anything cool? No, nah, those don't. orange shirts. Those aren't bad. Justin Fields with a shovel pass. Uh, Roquan on a. Ever heard the story how Roquan likes to get his butthole licked? <laughs> no. Any that, wait wait. Story. Kyle says any That's other a, Bears news. Have you heard the one where Roquan Smith likes to get his butthole licked? Yeah, that maybe that, that's what we in the biz call a teaser. So we'll tell that next episode. <laughs> so, what are we, uh, we're, go ahead. 
I was going to say a couple thoughts. I'm looking at their schedule. They couldn't really, I mean, their first two games are absolutely, like, we're going to probably be feeling pretty bad after week two. They got the Niners yeah, at this home. Is what we're, this is, hold on, hold on. Before you do this, this is what we're going to do. You're going to just rapid fire read the, the schedule off to me. You're going to be like, was it week one, 49ers? And I'm going to say win or loss and tie. You got you got to keep track. And we're, I don't. I haven't looked at the schedule. I just guessed 4, 12, and 1. I'm going to put my head down. I can't cover my I just want to say this. They they have the Niners at home and then the Loss. Packers on the road Loss. Sunday night football. <laughs> at L. Lambeau. L. Okay, well, it's week three. Uh, home against the Texans. So it gets a little soft. They land a, a little softly here. That's a win. Yep. And then at the Giants. Loss. I, th- I think they win that one. I think they'll be two and two. Uh, at the Vikings. Loss. Okay. Home against the Commanders. Win. On oh, that's the, game that's the game that they're wearing the orange jerseys. The Bears have way too much prime time in the first five weeks of the season. It's not good. Uh, first six, actually. At Literally the Patriots on Monday Night Football. Oh, oh. That's not going to be good. That's a loss if I've ever heard one. <laughs> At the Cowboys. Loss. Home against the Dolphins. Loss. Home against the Lions. Loss at the Falcons. Win. That's a win. At the Jets. Loss. Joe Flacco about to tear it up. Uh, home against the Packers, December fourth. Loss. Oh, that's Fat Dick's birthday too. Fuck. That's a loss. Then they get a bye, and then it's home against the Eagles. They're gonna tie the Eagles. Okay. Bold prediction. And then on Christmas Eve, God have mercy, home against the Bills. Yeah, that's a loss. At Detroit on New Year's Day. Win. Home against the Vikings for the final loss. game of the season. Loss. I agree with pretty much everything you said. So four. 12, 12 and one. one. 12 and one. Wow. Crazy how that works. I could see, wow, real three and three and fourteen is really actually a possibility here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, great. spin zone. If they can, Robert, somehow... Robert Quinn. Robert Quinn. He's on the team. Yeah. Holy fuck! We're so stupid. Spin zone. Um, if they can somehow steal a win against either the Niners or the Packers, and then play the Texans and Giants the next two games, all of a sudden we're looking at. Playoff tickets in January. I mean, we might just be three and three and one and leading the division heading into week five. Oh my god. Yeah. I'll, I won't hold my breath for that outcome. <laughs> I'm just saying there's a path to it. <laughs> there is a path. Oh man. The fucking bears. I couldn't hate <laughs> them anymore. And um, with that, should we get into our starting five? Yeah, fuck. Ty, where are we at on time here? Uh, 48 minutes. Oh, we already passed 45. Yeah. Damn. We're buzzing today. All right. So in honor of Vin Scully, uh, we're going to do just the best sports phrases from announcers. So it could be uh, a common call or just something you heard once ever. Um, so, and I, it's funny cause I, I'm trying to think of like a Vin Scully call. I actually, now I can think of what I'm thinking of the Kirk Gibson home run, but, uh, yeah, it's just. I'm trying to think here. Vin Scully. Yeah. All right. Let's go with this. How do you, what order do you want to do? Uh, I don't care. All right. Let's go. Ty, let's start with Ty, Max, and me. Cause I fucked up that, uh, that explanation of this. <laughs> I, I deserve to be punished. <laughs> Punish me. Ty, you um, go first. Punish me. All right, I'm going to start with this one just cause it's recent and near and dear to all of us. There's a drive to deep left field. Oh, <laughs> fuck. I didn't even think of that. That is a hell of a one to start with. Oh, my God. Top that, bitches. Yeah, that's great. All right. Um, in honor of Vince Scully, I'm just going to say Vince Scully announcing alone. Just him, just his voice? Yeah, like by himself. Like how I don't know. 
no one else could really get, get away with that. Damn, he should have been on Cameo. He would have been a millionaire. Oh, like, man. Overnight. Should have been on OnlyFans. Would have been a millionaire overnight, dude. Did I say that earlier? What? Right? Didn't I say that? Didn't I say you should be on OnlyFans? Holy fuck, I am high. All <laughs> right. How about uh, the Chicago Cubs er, and the Cubs win the World Series? Joe Ooh. Buck. Yeah. Thank um, God that was in the first round. I'm the, my next pick is going to be Tony Romo coming himself, uh, stuttering, pre-calling a play, saying what's predicting what's going to happen on a play and nailing it. But he he's coming his pants during usually <laughs> usually right just in the most unclear way. But the key yeah. detail is right here uh, that he's coming in a perfect his pants. way. Yeah, yeah. Make sure that's in bold. Make sure that's <laughs> noted. He is coming. It's coming. It's coming. All right, Max. Uh, Jim Nance, a tradition like unlike any other. Uh, that's a good one. Yeah, I I thought of that one too. That is really good. Um, I'm gonna go just Dick Vitale's voice. Fuck, that's it. that's a good one too. Dicky B, it's baby. baby, it's a type of dandy, baby. Um. I got a funny Dick Vitale story. So in 2019, when I was running the Orioles social account, uh, they had a perfect game going into the ninth inning, and he tweeted something about it. And then the Orioles got a hit in the ninth inning, so I got a Twitter beat from the Orioles account with Dick Vitale. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, yeah. dude. Yeah. Beefing with That's Dick? Crazy. Beefing with Dick. Just beefing with Dick. <laughs> that segment sponsored. Uh, Ty, what's your second pick? Um, because he's the boy, so I'll shout him out one time. A Max Toma home run call. Very oh, nice. Oh, you kiss ass. I sent him. Did you see that? What I tweeted out. I took a fat head picture of him. He's he's looking good. He's looking. <laughs> yeah. He's looking sexy on the TV. Looking sexy. All right, Max. Max, you're up. All right. Uh, I'm going to go with Chris Berman. Whoop! It's Him classic. going whoop. That's fucking phenomenal. Um, all right. I'm going to go Pat Hughes pronouncing Wilson Contreras' last name. Wilson Contreras. Nothing? No comment there? <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me. And then I'm going to go Pat Foley screaming uh, his head off. Or any Hawks goalie. Whenever. So Pat Foley's voice when the Hawks make a big save. Screaming the goalie's name. Fit all that in there. I'm not going to be able to fit any of this anywhere again. (laughs) It's great. It's good, good, clean, fun. Um, All right. I'm going to go... Chris Johnson or Chris Carter and Keyshawn Johnson. Come on, man. Damn, that's good. I didn't even think of that one. <laughs> that is really good. Oh, is, isn't that more Randy Moss now? Yeah. But uh, yeah, I know. Back in the day, it was Chris Carter and Keyshawn. They they changed it too. I think. I think Randy Moss does. Yeah. You just got Moss now. Yeah. But he might do. And, Come on, man, too. And just makes fun of uh, Adam Schefter when he's doing the gritty. <laughs> yes. Um, all right, Ty, your last two. Um, fuck me, dude. I'm going to go John Madden, but in the game of Madden. Does that make John sense? John Madden in the – yeah, yeah. Like his just generic robotic cliches. Yeah. You just got pummeled. <laughs> that um, – that's a good one. I appreciate Shit. that. Struggling on a last one though here. Oh. And and these are the best fucking announcer like hype dudes ever. If you ever watch a Mexic like a Mexico soccer game and they score like a go ahead goal or some shit. Yeah. The fucking announcers go nuts. That shit's the best. 
Yeah, yeah that is good. That's a good one. You want to talk about coming in your pants? Just any sport, really. <laughs> just announcers in general, you know? They're awesome, dude. Literally so just, just Mexican announcers or just announcers in general? No, yeah, Mexican announcers. Like, it could be your grandma walking up the stairs, and it can be the most exhilarating announcing sequence ever. <laughs> it's actually true. That it's, no one knows what they're saying. It's just exciting. But that, but everybody's ecstatic. Uh, all right, Max. All right, was that? Yeah, Max, yeah. you're up. Yeah. Last one. <laughs> all right. I'm going to go John Gruden. Uh, I really like this guy, man. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what, man. I'll tell you what. Yeah, I'll tell you something about that. this guy. I'll tell you what. I really like this guy, this guy, man. <laughs> oh, John Gruden. R.I.P. to those Hooters commercials. Uh, my last one is going to be Brent Musburger referencing a gambling line before gambling was legal like anywhere <laughs> that's when it was bit, like pretty illegal like when it's a ball game and you know virginia tech has like a pick six or something he goes oh no there's some shit like that yes like, it's gonna matter to some <laughs> that is so perfect <laughs> subtle but perfect that's the perfect yeah. way to end the draft we, we nailed that one what did you have uh, for honorable mentions? Uh, I'm kind of upset no one mentioned Al Michaels on Sunday Night Football. Oh, my God. How did we not do, do Do you believe in miracles? Yeah, right. Ty ruined that one. He should have taken that one. Well, Seth, they took, uh, he took John Madden, his video game voice. To, to be clear, for John Gruden, I want it to be, I'll tell you what, man. You I'll want tell it to you be what, Frank Caliendo doing an impression of John Gruden? <laughs> I forgot about Frank Caliendo. Holy hell. Yeah, he's spot on. Um, <laughs> we Nobody specifically mentioned Hawk Harrelson. <laughs> no, I intentionally didn't. Yeah, I didn't either. I, didn't, I couldn't care less about him. What about, let's get ready to rumble. That's good. Wait, is it Bruce Buffer? Bruce Buffer. Is that his name? Yeah. Um, uh, any, like uh, when Joe Rogan announces a UFC fight and his fucking just like facial expressions and shit during the fight. That's, good that's a good one. There Ron was Santos saying, God, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That's fucking perfect. <laughs> That's that's actually perfect. Nobody mentioned Harry <laughs> Carey, I noticed. That's pretty disrespectful of you. Yeah, but, yeah, that's actually I have no way to defend that. <laughs> Would you <laughs> eat the moon if it was made out of spare ribs? <laughs> yeah. Holy cow. That's a great one. <laughs> Holy cow. Pat Hughes, like one of the best radio announcers of all time, is like providing great analysis, like describing the game great. Ron Sano is just Devastated about the Cubs being down three one in the eighth, going, God, jeez, God. <laughs> no, he's not. It's not even the eighth. It's like the second inning, and it's one nothing. Pat Hughes is just describing like how it's like a perfect day in Ron, and he's about to have a, an aneurysm. <laughs> how about a little half uh... because of the Cubs and half because he's got no legs. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, bro. Ron Sano and Vince Scully are having a beer right now. How about a little uh. Back, 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 back. Oh, that's yeah, that's a great one. I thought Chris, Chris so I Berman thought home that, run derby. Once, once Max said the uh, Berman, whoop, yeah. whoop, I just figured I couldn't use Chris Berman anymore. What What do you think is better, the whoop or the back, 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 back? The whoop, because back, 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 back. <laughs> I agree. The whoop, because pardon my take, made that shit hilarious. The whoop, there it is. Um. Fuck, who else? I feel like we're missing a, a few big ones here. I mean, have to oh, be, right? No, no, who says, not that it's this is way past our time, or way before our time, but the O'Nelly from, I think it was, shit, I don't even know, Keith Jackson, I don't know, even know the guy's name. Uh, O'Nelly. You should know that was a big one. Yeah. I can't tell you who actually who said that. Yep. I don't know. Maybe that's it. Shout out Vin. You got dude. anything else? Shout out Vin. No, you but you know what? Else? We should, uh, at the end of these, I've come to realize maybe we should drop our like Twitter and Instagram handle and shit. How about, and, and uh, 
Are there blogs up? I haven't done a blog in a while. But there's Give me a topic, old ones, I'll, right? I'll write about it. Huh? There's old ones, right? There's two. Okay. <laughs> so how about the Twitter handle? <laughs> At Chai Sports Day. C-H-I Sports Day. 20,000 followers. Here we go. 